If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back, everyone, to Star Wars Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate solo a Star Wars story one minute at a time. My name is Ella, the retailer Moran. Oh, and I'm Alex Robinson from (laughs) alexrobinson.fun. And I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. And... Uh, yeah. So, Pete, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about minute one hundred and thirty. First, let me let me just throw it in there for uh, for uh, you know Kai and the and the wiki team's sake. I w- if I was doing the intro, I would have said we analyze, scrutinize, and uh, production assistant Kashia Olapade Hines, the Star Wars movies. Um, but you didn't say that. You didn't, so say, I didn't that. say that. I would have <laughs> not, no, I didn't say that. But I, I wanted to throw it out there in case somebody's looking to, because that I can, I can see that being. Listen, do you just want to switch places, man? Because no, 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 not at all. I'm enjoying it over here. Let me. Um, all right, I invite you onto the show. You're a guest <laughs> on my. I'm sorry. Podcast. I know it's a problem that I have where I go on other people's shows and I just railroad. I take over with my nonsense. Um, but let me tell you, I'm excited for this minute because minute 130 starts with the second unit director of photography, Dominic Fish. And it ends, it ends with, um, the very beginning of the digital artists kill screen, which is when it starts to list digital artists and it will be more than one full screen of them. I think it's more than two full screens of them where it's like, you you lose track of, you don't even see what the credit is for. It's just names, names, names. So names, did you names, names. look each one of those names up? No. And, oh. But you know what I did look up? What's I that? Looked up, I looked up the Pete's that are in these credits in this minute. How many and are there? We have uh, six Pete's to list. Um, one of them is in on a last name visa, but that's okay. Um... <laughs> Perfectly acceptable part of the team. Uh, we'll start out with art director Peter Dorme. We've talked about him before, I think. Dorme. Yeah, sounds like one of one of the handmaidens. Um, we've got um, art department assistant, in parentheses, U.S. So in the United States, art department assistant uh, is one Susan Peters. Multiple She's, Peters. She counts. Um, our old friend, the hod modeler, Pierre Bohana. Now, I think once we looked up what a hod modeler was, but I like not knowing and I like just calling him 
the hod modeler, Pierre Bohana. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, we've got uh, Peter Marsden is simply listed as DIT. Don't know what it is. Don't feel like looking it up. I just I like director, oh, the DIT. Director in training. Hmm, oh. Could be. Are you like saying that, that as a, you know this or you're guessing? I am guessing. Okay. Mm. All right. I will say, um, Doctor of Internal Tedison. The, um, let's see, what was that? Oh, yeah, DIT, Peter Marsden, Unit Location Manager, Peter Bardsley. Mm hmm. And then, not in the list of the long list of digital artists, but lead digital artist. So, one of the ones who's leading the rest, leading the pack. Peter Demarest. Are you sure it's not lead? He's lead. He paints miniatures, <laughs> but digitally. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's CGI, but there's a lot of uh, miniature work. Miniature, yeah, the, but and like D and D miniatures, they're like tiny yeah. little. Yeah. Um, like like you see on Stewart's TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the lead digital, also in the lead digital artists, uh, I think was um where is he there's todd vaziri who is active on twitter likes to chime in a lot about the state of effects and people you know people miss uh mistakenly saying that things are or aren't effects shots and he's uh he's very at least on my twitter feed he's very uh, active and informative todd vaziri um and so that that was one of the names that i recognized in there Besides, of course, Peter Demarest, who I'm assuming is the lead of the lead digital artist. He's like, well, he tells everybody else what to do, and the rest of them just get the... Uh, um, I, I was going to call attention to a uh, credit I noticed in this a minute. Sure. Did you have more Pete's to, uh, to wrap up? No, that, that was all six, so... Okay. Uh, I want to call uh, to give a shout-out to Pam Sinsheimer. Who was the lead visual lead visual effects production accountant? Hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's one of those ones that I remember last season. I think we had the visual effects company uh, marketing department vice president of marketing. That's the VP of sales. That's the one. Okay, that, that's the one that got me. VP of sales for Photocam, and that was not. It wasn't even an effects department. Yeah, that's the the. But you know what? The accountant for the effects. Thing that I'll, I'll count that because that's an important they need to know she helps make the movie yeah yeah <laughs> true but i mean how far do you extend that do you extend that oh that was just the uber driver who brought me to work one time technically the movie well, i would not have been at work that day without the uber driver or the accountant but the, the drivers, or the drivers uber are driver. listed in there they don't take right. ubers but they have you know the drivers are listed right yeah that's they, true they count they help make it uh, another interesting job. I I understand what this means, but it's still a funny credit to me. Uh, Andrew Simon Simonin Simonin. He's the mm. crowd hair supervisor. Oh, and uh, that's kind of a, a funny visual, I guess. Uh, much <laughs> right. like Nic- Nicola Puck is the crowd makeup supervisor. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I think that sounds like a great job. Yeah, because I imagine I that the crowd, like you know, if you're working with extras, they're you know fairly happy to be there. It's kind of a fun gig. Yeah. They're getting, you know, if you get, if you get like hair attention, like while you're on set as an extra, I bet that's 
uh, yeah. I'm speaking totally without any, like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I imagine that would be fun. <laughs> and then I think yeah. getting to work, be the person that gets to do the hair. Of sure. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, one of the only, <laughs> the only time as an adult that somebody I don't know has cut my hair was uh, on set of a, uh, when I was, when I was briefly a model for, uh, for a Jim B mad campaign that, that's come up before. But, uh, that was, that's the only time, uh, uh, that somebody who I don't know has cut my hair. How did it look? Looked fine. I actually, I had to get up halfway through it to go, uh, to the shoot. <laughs> so it looks fine. It's just but like, um. So this is a question we've asked uh, other guests in the past, but I don't think we you we've ever asked you this question. Uh, suppose your dream came true and you got to have a small role in a Star Wars film. <laughs> what type of uh? What type of role do you see yourself in? You want to be a, a robot? You want to be an alien? You want to be an imperial officer? What's your you mean other what than special effects accountant? Because well, you have to be that, on screen. Oh, on so screen. Okay. You have to be on screen. <laughs> you don't want to be on screen. You prefer to be the accountant. That's uh, uh, that would be an unusual. No, uh, I think I'd prefer twist. to do crowd hair, not to take it away crowd from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. No, no. Okay, I would it's want a crowded to field. be. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it's a good question. It's a good question. Hold on take this seriously you can think about it while we talk about other stuff if you want. I, no i'd want to be recognizable mm -hmm. so i would want to have my face uh okay. seen um i would i think i would like to be uh, yeah an alien creature in a cantina a visible face but maybe a different color uh and some prosthetic prosthetic yeah arms mm. or eyeballs or like tongue <laughs> something something <laughs> extra tongue that's extra. a funny uh you know. <laughs> very uh, like extra long an extra long tongue extra yeah. you said an extra lung <laughs> an extra lung <laughs> so you wouldn't be able to no tell would, from the no outside it's just to. like yeah there's yeah. a weird alien with an extra lung <laughs> just a random genetic quirk like yeah. Gre yeah. greedo with his toes Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> uh okay we'll put you down then alien prosthetics but yes. face visible yes extra lung yeah so when you do the when you do the convention circuit you can kind of yeah sign yeah, the yeah. pictures of your face with absolutely the, oh yeah there you go yeah <laughs> that's the that's lung. the key you, you need something where you get a picture you know i th yeah. we've talked about this before but the people who are like behind a mask in like a random, you know, the random stormtroopers and stuff like that. It's just like, all right, I trust that that's you and I'll get that. And it's mm -hmm. kind of, but it's more, I think you want to have your face there for signing stuff. It's Definitely. more, it's better. It's Definitely. More. <laughs> Although if you're behind a mask, you know, a lot of the people who are behind a mask play like four or five characters. And so then they have, you know, a bunch of different options. So yeah. people might show up and be like, oh, let me get a, you know, Kiati Mundi and a, uh, uh, Antidar Williams or whatever the, the other roles <laughs> that, that guy played were. Um, and obviously, so maybe you can double up that way. You two must have answered this question already, but have has your thinking evolved on this, or do you feel strongly about whatever it is you originally said <laughs> the first time you answered this question? Well, do you want to guess what we said? You don't have to. I don't. I don't even remember what I originally said. Uh, I I feel like I, Pete would want to be a Rodian, and I feel like. Uh, Alex would want to be a moisture farmer. 
Well, no. I will, of course, take I, any role they offer me. I yeah. think I've probably said alien just because yeah. I wanted the idea of being like sitting in the makeup chair and, and that whole experience. Right. I yeah. think you didn't want your face seen. I think you yeah. wanted to be covered with whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, think I... I think I went for the opposite reason. I think I went Imperial Officer because oh, it's like yeah, of I want to. Of that way, I get to have my and I would like to have like one line. You know, well, that's the best like, thing because then you get to yeah. write it on your thing. It's know? like, sir, the door's locked or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Sign that. Yeah. <laughs> What's Max Rebo? Hmm. We what? What is his? <laughs> you mean like what is his species? Yeah, species yeah, yeah. or um, I don't know I what a like species I knew this. is. Yeah. It's some it's something goofy said. I'm gonna look it up while you Yeah. Uh but I guess that's a puppeteer. Yeah, I was trying to think of if there was anything with a long tongue. And he doesn't have a long tongue, but he's got like he's pendulous, right? He's got stuff hanging off of his Yeah, he has like a long nose. snout kind yeah. of uh, and, well, and those aren't ears. his those are his flippers. He doesn't have long ears? There's a there's <laughs> there are two schools of thought when it comes to Max Rebo. It's the original design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the the action figure and then subsequent uh, uh, kind of designs, but the original design and for which the the puppet is is made from, um, those things sticking up his head are his flippers, and he's playing the oh. keyboard with his toes. His legs are up. Oh. And he's sitting on a cushion. But then when they made the toy, they made the those his hands and those his ears, and they gave him legs so you could stick him in the thing. Yeah, yeah. I might have I might have just accidentally posted the words Max Rebo to next door, but um, <laughs> that's because I'm using my phone. If you did, just leave it there. See what people yeah. see. What yeah. people say. <laughs> Something racist, undoubtedly. Yeah, if it's undoubtedly. next door. <laughs> Why do you even have next door? <laughs> oh, he's an Ortolan. Oh that's yeah, Ortolan. Oh, of course, I never would have gotten that in a thousand years. <laughs> um, but yes, there's there's a. Uh, there's a schism when it comes to Max Rebo's design aesthetic mm. as to what, what different people think. Star Wars fans will argue and hate each other about anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, I have some information here about the uh, release of the movie. It was released, of course, on May 25th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, the budget is not officially confirmed, but according to IMDb, it's speculated that it was $275 million. And, mm. um, I guess, I, I mean, I'm showing my age, I guess. What year did Titanic come out? Is it like 97 or something? 94. Let's go with that. That sounds right. Uh, 99? No, that's too late, right? 
But that was the that was one of the first movies I remember everyone being stunned that a movie cost over one hundred million dollars. Mm. Uh, well, I looked it up, and uh, Titanic was nineteen twelve. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so that was a lot of money. What is that? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, it's like seventy five dollars. What is that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> You've never seen Titanic? No, I haven't. Ella, have you seen Titanic? I have. I have. Yes. Okay. At least a handful of times. So, uh, so I'm always shocked when movies uh, cost over hundred million dollars because I guess <laughs> on some level I'm still like that's how that's how much Titanic cost, even though that was <laughs> you know a thousand years ago. Um, the in uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I, this I thought was kind of interesting. The it gets a sixty nine percent from the critics, um, and sixty four percent from audiences. So not that mm. much, not that diverse of a uh, you know. For a Star Wars movie, that's pretty unusual. Usually, it's like, right? Yeah, you know, people love giving these movies bad ratings and stuff. Um, yeah, when I was last look, at the, whatever the last thing that I looked up, um, I looked it up on on uh, IMDb, and then mm-hmm. in the comment section, where the first comment was better than the Last Jedi, and I was like, oh god, even here, <laughs> like, <laughs> so. I, I'm. It's funny that even it's something that people seem to agree on as being mediocre, which I, I, you know, I disagree. I think it's it's above average. Well, average. What's average? But I think it's a rather enjoyable film. It's it's a nice, nice, fun romp. But uh, even that, people have to tend to argue on it. And school wise. Go ahead, Ella. Oh, I was just going to say one thing that I, uh, because I was a, a bit, I was under a time crunch to to watch, to rewatch the film before uh, mm-hmm. speaking with you guys today. And I told uh, the kids, I was like, we're going to just fast forward through like long, boring action fight sequences. Um, and I thought that was going to shave off a lot of time and it really didn't. Uh, I, huh. I remembered we a- there actually weren't any sequences that were long enough that it, that it was that it like felt like it made an impact on the length of the film overall, which made me like it more. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It goes through a lot of different, um, it, you know, there's the, them as street urchins, there's yeah. the whole war scene, there's the yep. heist, there's yep. the, the, the mine. It, it, there's a lot of chunks to it, you know? Yeah. It moves at uh, a pretty good clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my last question is, here we are in the credits, and suppose you happen to be friends with visual effects post-production assistant Andrew Zico. He would mm-hmm. never do this because he's a professional, but suppose you were friends with him and he's like, hey man, I'm putting together the credits for the new Star Wars movie. Uh, I'm g- Give me a fake credit and I'll put it in the movie for, with your name attached to it. A, would you do it? And B, what would be the fake credit you would uh, you would want to use? I mean, clearly... Uh, visual ethics supervisor. Mm. <laughs> visual ethics supervisor. Yeah. yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, uh, um, only visual ethics though. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Um, auditory ethics for somebody else's department. <laughs> yeah. So I hear. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Because the, the, all I can think of right now is Hod Modeler. <laughs> yeah, that's already taken. It would be nice to do like. You know, I might want to do like mod hodler and be right <laughs> under the hod modeler. Oh. Or something like that. You know what I mean? Or the uh like what was the 
you know, under the DIT, I wouldn't be like PYT or something like that. <laughs> you know, do like a joke add on to somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good. I wish more movies would do follow the airplane. Uh, the the. It, Joe Abrams and Joe, especially for people like you who are like, I'm determined to sit here and watch the entire thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, uh, do you actually read all the credits as well? Not all of them, but you know, right. sometimes I'll uh, You'll skip around. Actually, and... the other day we went to the movies and uh, what I say? wanted. Uh, we saw the uh, Legion of Super Pets. <laughs> oh, speaking of The Rock and John Travolta, that's right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Didn't have John Travolta in it, but. <laughs> Could have. That was in a different movie that we watched recently where he played a, an animated uh, animal. Oh. He was in Bolt. Oh. Bolt. He played Bolt. The who titular is, Bolt. The titular Bolt. Who is that beetle uh, in Kubo and the Two Strings? Um, was. Watched. That wasn't John forgot somebody Kevin else. Hart? No. No, Kevin Hart was in uh, Super Pets. Oh, right. He played Ace the Bat Hound. Matthew McConaughey, maybe? Matthew McConaughey. We've, you we've play been, a beetle? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And mm. Ku- um, if you haven't seen Ku- Kubo and the Two Strings, I highly recommend it. It's much better right. than either of those other two that we just mentioned. Bolt or the Legion of Super Pets? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's how a many, different movie. It's trying to do different things. How many pets are in the Legion of Super Pets? Well, this one, it plays a little bit, you know, loose with DC continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's expected. It's a kid's movie and it's fun, you yeah. know. Um, but they, they end up at the end having one pet per Justice League member of the core kind of, you know, Snyder versus Justice League team. I still wouldn't call that a Legion though. Hmm. <laughs> Legion sounds well, like, I, like a hundred or something. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's, it's called the Legion of super pets, right? So yeah. It's yeah. not all superhero pets. they are also super villain pets. And so. If you add the superhero pets to the supervillain pets, you might end up with a legion. That's true. There are a large amount of supervillain pets in it. So, Aww. Are the pets also evil? Yeah, they're, they're not yeah. pets of supervillains. They're, they're just evil. Pets who pets. are evil. <laughs> Villains. Like Hitler's dog. No, no, no. no. That's, that's the opposite. <laughs> like, like one Hitler of those, the dog. And then there's a bunch of like, you know. They're minions, evil, evil super pet minions. Anyway, it's not minions, different thing altogether. <laughs> Why were we okay. talking about this? Oh, right. Of minions. <laughs> we stayed for the credits because I wanted to see the song credits, soundtrack credits, because I was like, oh, those are, there were two or three songs that I mm-hmm. was surprised that they used because it seemed kind of out of place, but nice. You know, like, well, one is perfectly placed that, um, Pets you know, by Porno for Pyros. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but to, to have, you know, Superman and Crypto playing and have... Uh, um, All-Star. You're, you're My Best Friend by Queen. Because, <laughs> you know, man's best friend, that whole thing. That was... Mm. But then there were a couple of uh, hip-hop kind of drops, sinks, as they say, in there. Um, that I was like, oh, I wanted to check the music credits. And then we got... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, are you about to spoil the sting no, at no, the no, end no, of no, Legion no, no. of Super Pets? Okay, I was going to no. say, you got to shut but your mouth right now. we got distracted <laughs> because I think uh, R4 didn't, he thought the song was too scary in part of the credits. He didn't, or boring or something. There's part of the, he didn't like the song oh. in this part of the credits, so we got up and started to, we walked to the back, but by the time we yeah. walked to the back of the theater, it, it started scary. a different song. But then I turned around and the music credits had just, I think, passed. So 
we just stayed for the rest after that then. Okay. And I'm not going to spoil so this thing, <laughs> but there was a very sweet moment where there's like a reveal in the sting and the guy who was sweeping up all of the candy that Alex probably threw on the floor. Yeah. Um, as was is like my right as an American. Super excited. <laughs> he just, the the reveal happened and he was just like, oh, so it must have been Oh, he hadn't seen time. it before. That's no, crazy. Yeah. We, no, we yeah. got you to think see he would have, well, we uh, went, you know, we went sick of it. weekends. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I have no idea. Also, I want to point out, job creator, thank you very much. If you throw your, <laughs> if, you, if you guys, if everyone threw their garbage out, that guy would have no job. So, mm. <laughs> let's not be too hasty. Mm. <laughs> um, well, that's all I have for minute number 130 <laughs> of Solo, a Legion of Pets, Super Pets story. This is slowly turning into a weekend edition episode. So, um, let's Sorry, call it let's there. Let's get and, back hey, to these names. <laughs> if you want to hear a weekend edition episode, I got good news for you. Yes. Um, if you uh, go to StarWarsMinute.com slash Patreon and support us there at any level, um, you get access to some stuff. We've been posting um, our weekend review shows where we are reviewing things. Uh, we started with the the final to date uh, james bond film no time to die and we're making our way via chain reaction to um the cassian andor show which is going to be coming up uh pretty soon um and uh there's also star wars minute weekend edition which we've been doing for years and years there's hundreds of these that you can go back and listen to um and also we we offer an ad-free version of the show the main feed show so you can you can check all that out at starwarsminute.com slash patreon support us there ella thank you for being with us all week thank you for having me it was really fun it's been years and years and years i think since i've been on here and long uh, time long time so long time see you both um yeah especially alex who i don't get to see every day oh yeah that's true you've never been i don't you haven't been on a show since we've been doing video so this might be the first time that people are seeing you um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think but, about that, uh, did you? No. Yeah. <laughs> More I'll than I bargained and, for. Yeah. I'll, I'll we'll cover you up with a CG alien that has two we'll put, tongues, yes. and filters, and everything. It'll Perfect. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unrecognizable. Um, but uh, yes, thanks to Ella and thanks to you for listening, and thanks to our supporters at StarWarsMinute.com slash Patreon, and hopefully we'll see you all next week for the final week of the season of Star Wars. Minute. Star Wars, Star Wars Minute. Minute!